Welcome to another episode of the Bearded Guy Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me on this episode. And we're going to continue our series of Halloween episodes uh, here for the next couple of weeks. Now, today we're going to be talking about Halloween traditions around the world. And there's some pretty interesting ones and in, in looking at the way other people celebrate this time of year. I know for us, it's a it's a fun time of year and a spooky time of year. And it's the time to for all things Ghost and Goblin to come out and, and really just get into our psyche and just make us feel like children again. So when we come back, we're going to dive into some of the traditions from around the world at Halloween. I think we all have some very special holiday memories from our youth. You know, unfortunately for us, they usually carry over into our adult life. I mean, it could be a place you've frequently visited or something that you and your parents did year after year that involved the whole family. Or it could even be something as simple as time spent with friends during the holiday seasons. You know, it's these moments in time when you tie them to memories, they have a way of shaping and directing how we act or believe as adults. You know, and at the time, while they may not seem monumental to us, these events and memories lay the foundation for our traditions as adults. At its essence, a tradition is this, something that's inherited, established, or a customary pattern of thought, action, or behavior. And that could be a religious practice or a social custom. But to put it even more simply than that, it's just something we do. I mean, there's no questioning it. There's no weighing the options of should we or shouldn't we. We just do. It's kind of like Yoda. Do or do not. There is no try. And like everyone else in my immediate atmosphere, you know, as a child, I experienced the same basic yearly traditions. Traditions of trick-or-treating on Halloween family dinner at Thanksgiving, and putting up a Christmas tree during the Christmas season. But it wasn't until I got to my adult life, and more so after I was married and had children of my own, that I began to understand traditions for what they really were and saw them in a new way, and that's when I began appreciating them more than I ever did before. You know, there were also new traditions that my wife brought with her to our relationship that I had never been a part of as a child. Honestly, I I really enjoy the holidays and all the trappings that go along with them. You know, it's these times that we remember how to be young at heart. And the rest of the year, um, because of our go-go-go lifestyles, we seem to have no time to be young at heart. You know, jobs to go to, deadlines to meet, life to attend to. And with all the pressures we have on a daily basis, we really forget what it means to be young at heart. But you know what? During the holidays, there's something inside of us that changes. You know, our souls seem a bit lighter and not as burdened, you know, and we remember how to let go and smile again. Now, of course, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the holidays that most people immediately think of when the subject of traditions comes up. You know, but the Halloween season is also steeped in traditions of its own. People love this time of year and all the spooky things that go with it. You know, for me, it's carving the pumpkins or watching my children wrestle with carving the pumpkins now. 
And one of our traditions is bringing out the boxes filled with the holiday decorations. You know, we have a Halloween box, a fall box, and and many, many, many Christmas boxes. <laughs> but once everything is out and it's all put up and the decorations are laid, it has a way of making you feel like a child again. Now, that's a feeling that I love each and every year that we do this at our home. So what about you, the listening audience? What are some of your traditions that you have for the Halloween season? It could be something from your childhood or something from, you know, passed down from generation to generation in your family. I'd love to hear from you on this topic. Drop me a line at beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. That's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. And tell me what your family traditions are during the Halloween season. And if you have some that are are really special to you for the other seasons coming up that are just beyond the Halloween time here, let me know those as well. And I'd love to share those on future episodes of the Bearded Guy podcast. So how do other countries and cultures celebrate Halloween? Now, this is not going to be an exhaustive list, but there are a few here that are really interesting, and I wanted to bring those kind of out to the forefront, if you will. Now, in England, they celebrate what is known as Mischief Night. Now, this happens on October 30th, and as the name implies, there's a lot of mischief that happens on October 30th. You know, there's toilet papering of trees, egging of houses and cars, and something called powder bombings. I don't even know what a powder bomb is. Now, I have to question, though, are this, is this just kids being kids, you know, in the, in the anarchist kind of sense? Or are people using this night as an excuse to vandalize others, other people's property? Now, I'm sure that not everyone does this or is involved in this type of behavior, Now, the kids also don't use or carve pumpkins at this time, but they do use large beets for the same purpose. Now, these carvings are known as punkies, and they can serve a few purposes. They're either used by by the children who go trick-or-treating to collect money by going door-to-door, or you could actually put lights in them to ward off wandering spirits during this time of year. Now, Canada Canada is interesting to me because Canada closely mirrors how we celebrate Halloween. Now, this began in Canada with the immigrants of, of Scottish descent who came to the country in or around the 1800s. And it's celebrated on the 31st of October, and it has all the same trappings of how we celebrate here in the U.S. There's trick-or-treating, there's costumes, there's parties, and there's different celebrations at this time of year. Now, France is very interesting because France doesn't celebrate Halloween at all. <laughs> they just don't do it. But they do have Halloween-themed parties, if you will. They are, they are kind of warming up to the idea of Halloween. Now, Latin America is very interesting to me because they celebrate what is called Day of the Dead. Now, this is a time when family and friends gather together to pray for and remember friends and family members who have died. Now, between the the time of October 31st, which is when the celebration begins, and this is when the spirits of the the deceased start to, to come back to visit, and then they leave on November 2nd. Now, it is believed that the spirits of the departed loved ones visit their families during this time. And the families, of course, have a celebration for the dead and departed. Now, this is not a, a time of mourning the loss, but this is a time of celebrating 
the life that was. Now they set up they set up altars, if you will. They're not really altars in the classic sense, but they're more um, uh, extravagant uh, centerpieces. They set them out. There's pictures. There's food. There's there's remembrance, and it's just a way to welcome back the spirit of those that they love that have gone on before them. Now Ireland. If you don't know, Ireland is considered the motherland of all things Halloween. And the reason is because it is believed that Halloween originated from Ireland. Now, there are many similarities between how Halloween is celebrated in Ireland and in the U.S. And But, you know, of course, like with every every culture in every different part of the world, they have their own unique tradi- traditions. A lot of our Halloween traditions and celebrations and ceremonies, if you will, came from the uh, celebration of Sam Hain. Now, if you remember from an earlier podcast, we talked about Sam Hain. And this is a time of year that, of course, they celebrated their death god, Sam Hain. But more so, it was a celebration of the end of one part of the year and the beginning of the next part of the year. Now, these two parts of year were celebrated into the light half and the dark half. And it was believed that during this time of transition between the light and the dark half of the year, that the veil between the land of the living and the land of the dead was very, very thin, and that the spirits of the dead could make their way back to the land of the living during this special time of year. And because of this, we have um, Halloween costumes, and of course, we have the jack-o'-lanterns. Now, if you don't know and you didn't hear the previous podcast on this, the costumes were used to dress up like the spirits that had crossed over during this time and were wandering about. And there were two purposes for dressing up. One, there were those that wore the costumes to ward off the evil spirits that were roaming around. And then the other was that people wore the costumes to kind of blend in so they wouldn't be able to tell that they were human because they didn't want to be bothered or didn't want to be terrorized by the spirits that came over. Of course, the pumpkins and the jack-o'-lanterns, these were, these were uh, large beets, if you will, that were carved with faces in them, and they put candles in there, and they placed the, 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 the beets at the the windows or the doors or on the porches to ward off any evil spirit that may be roaming around during this time of year. So when we come back from this short break, we're going to finish up this episode. And then I've got a real spooky story for you. It's one of those stories that gives you one of those kind of feelings. So stick around. After this break, we'll be right back. So you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to begin to make your dream podcast a reality. Well, there is a way to get your idea out to a listening audience. It's fast, simple, and it's one-stop shopping for all of your podcasting needs. It's Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. And Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. No fancy software needed. Anchor's creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so that your end result is professional sounding and ready to share with the world. Also, at no cost to you, they'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and more. Also, you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. 
So as you can see, there's just a, this is just a handful of different cultures in different countries and how they celebrate Halloween. You know, and for this one month out of the year, this October, every year it comes around, it is the Halloween season. You know, it's that time of year when you get to dress up in costumes or you get to carve pumpkins or you get to go get candy and you get to go to costume parties and there's there's always the the haunted house attractions, there's the haunted hay rides, the haunted cord mazes. There's so many activities that go on. It's just hard to pack it all into one month out of year, out of the year. Now, I heard someone say it before. And I think it's awesome that they said it. Most people celebrate Halloween one month out of the year. I celebrate Halloween all year long. And I think that's awesome. Because, you know, during this time of year, it's that time we, we remember and we think and we bring back that nostalgic feeling of what it is to be a child at heart during this time of year and during any holiday season, really. And I think we've forgotten that. Like I said at the beginning, we've forgotten how to be young at heart. We've forgotten how to, how to look at the world through the eyes of the child. And especially during this season, we've forgotten how to really be scared because we've become so jaded by the world around us and all of the things that go on in this world in our day-to-day that jade us to being a child at heart. So I hope that this Halloween season, you have fun. And I hope that it's safe for you. And I hope that you get out there and you remember as you put on that Halloween costume to go to that that that, hot, that office Halloween party or that friend's Halloween party or that costume ball or that haunted house, that you really remember how to be a child at heart and what that truly feels like. Now, the story I have for you this week is a work of fiction, and it is by a gentleman by who goes by the handle Mr. Demon to You. That's his YouTube channel. So please check him out, Mr. Demon to you on YouTube. Now, the story he has written is called Dead Eyes. Now, this is a work of fiction, but it really gives you that creepy kind of horror vibe to it. So without further ado, let's start with the story, Dead Eyes. I'm truly dead now. Whether I like it or not, there is no escape. Its grotesque hand is wrapping around my throat and I can feel its grip tightening as time keeps on going. Its appearance is formal, but despite that, it still has a truly horrifying figure. It's tall, but it has a lanky body at the same time. Its empty black sockets, void of any eyes, somehow still stare into my soul. This creature, or this demon, whatever, whatever it is, has the appearance of something hellish. It wears an incredibly long red tuxedo, but from a distance you wouldn't know it, Tread, because of how dirty it is. The creature now holds my throat tighter, and now its jaw begins to unhinge, getting wider with every passing second. Its mouth gets nearer to my head, and I know what is about to happen. I smile because I know I have finally completed the ritual. Even if I am about to die, I still completed what I was meant to do all along. My Lord and Savior is now on earth because of me. Dead Eyes is now here. Thank you, Mr. Demon, to you for giving me permission to read your story here on the Bearded Guy podcast. That was a good creepy vibe. That was a good creepy story. Get Get your juices flowing for Halloween. I got about two or three, yeah, about two weeks left in the in the 
month of October, the Halloween season is coming to a close. Now, next week, I've got something that I'm going to try to get on for you. It may be a little later than Sunday, but I'm going to try to get this story on for you. It's a it's an actual interview with a, with a ghost hunter. Talk about some of his adventures, if you will. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Just got to get the interview time set up. But, you know... I do appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to come by and, and give us a listen. You know, and if you've got a, a spooky story or scary experience you'd like to, to share to be read here on the Bearded Guy Podcast, please send it to me at beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. That's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to share your story. I'd love to get that out there for people to hear. So I do thank you for coming by. It's always appreciated, more than you know, you the listening audience. I hope you're entertained. I hope you take something from each and every podcast that spurs your curiosity and, and, and pushes you out there to explore some of the topics that, you know, we, we discuss here. I know we just, we touch on the surface of things a lot, but it's really just to explore that, you know, your own curiosity and determine what is truth to you as it relates to things of the paranormal and the spooky and the odd and the things that don't fit, you know, in our normal everyday reality. But I do thank you, the listening audience, for taking time out of your day. And it's always my hope that you have a great day and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time.